Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirabbilalamin wassalatu wassalamu ala asyrafil anbiya'i wal mursalin sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to tonight's podcast on the second night of Dhul Hijjah the year 1441. And I mention the Hijri date because we are at the beginning of a very blessed month, a very sacred month in our Hijri calendar which is the month of Dhul Hijjah. And Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite wisdom has placed blessings in certain times, in certain days. So when we look to the the night for example, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed the best blessings and merits in the last third of the night where he Subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that whoever asks of him he answers his 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 prayers right wa may yasaluni u'tiyala whoever asks of me i will give it to him wa may yad'uni astajibula and whoever supplicates to me i'll answer his supplication wa may yastaghfiruni aghfirullah and whoever seeks my forgiveness i will give him my forgiveness so this is in the last third of the night we also know that in the month of ramadan which is a blessed month in and of itself the last part of ramadan which is the last 10 days is the best um nights of ramadan right which is the last 10 days where le- where there is laylatul qadr so we know that this is the best part of the month of ramadan and likewise in the last month of the hijri calendar dhul hijjah these are allocated for the best days the best days in which deeds are multiplied which rewards are multiplied by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where we are encouraged to do good deeds where we are encouraged to to do a lot of uh, good actions for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in numerous verses in the Quran uh, mentions the importance of these days for example Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-fajr he says wal fajri wa layalin ashr and the majority of the mufassirin they say that with regards to this this verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wal fajr by the dawn wa layalin ashr and by the 10 nights that these nights refer to the first 10 days of dhul hijjah and this is also the opinion of ibn kathir we also know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in surah al-hajj that we should remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi ayamin ma'lumat that we should remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the known days and these known days are the days of dhul hijjah we also know that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in numerous ahadith has mentioned the merits and the virtues of this sacred month so with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says in a hadith that is narrated by sa'id ibn jubair who narrates it from his teacher Abdullah ibn Abbas who says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said ma min ayyam al-amal as-salih ahabbu ila Allah azza wa jal min hadhihi al-ayyam where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says that there are no other days that are better to do actions do good deeds in than these days yani al-ayyam al-ashr the days the 10 days of dhul hijjah And then the sahaba radiyallahu anhum they asked wa qalu ya rasulullah wala aljihad fi sabilillah o messenger of allah not even jihad fi sabilillah and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said 
ولا الجهاد في سبيل الله إلا رجلا خرج بنفسه وماله ثم لم يرجع من ذلك بشيء وهي صلى الله عليه وسلم he says except for the one who embarks upon jihad in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sacrifices his wealth and himself and does not come back with anything. So these days are meritorious. These days are virtuous. So much so that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that no other deeds can compare to any of the good deeds that are done in this month. And one of the things that we need to emphasize, especially now that we are in the beginning of this month, is that this is the month where we should be exerting ourselves. And traditionally, we've thought of Ramadan as being a time when we exert ourselves. Ramadan, especially the last 10 days, is a time where we exert ourselves, exert um, our efforts. The, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah are also, we should also have that same mindset where during these, during these blessed days, we should be exerting our, our efforts in performing um, all of the good deeds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed to us. And Ibn Hajar rahimahullah, um, Hafiz Ibn Hajar in his Fath al-Bari, he mentions concerning Dhul Hijjah, he said, وَالَّذِي يَظْهَرْ أَنَّ السَّبَبْ فِي امْتِيَازِ عَشَرَ ذِي الْحِجَّةِ He says that what is apparent is that the reason for the excellence of the days of Dhul Hijjah is اجتماعُ أُمَّهَاتِ الْعِبَادَ فِيهِ is the combination and the coming together of the different worships in it. وَهِيَ الصَّلَةِ وَالصِّيَامِ وَالصَّدَقَةِ وَالْحَجِّ وَلَا يَتَأَتَّى ذَلِكَ فِي غَيْرِهِ Right, he says that it is the combination, what makes it so special, what makes it excellent is the combination, is the coming together of the mothers of worship. Right, for example, the salah. The siyam, right? The salah, the prayer, the fasting, the sadaqah, giving in charity, and the hajj. And this does not happen in any other occasion. So on in this month, we are, we are encouraged to do a number of different acts of worship. The most prominent amongst them is the umrah and the hajj, right? The hajj can only be done in the month of Dhul Hijjah. It cannot be done outside of this month. We are encouraged to perform Umrah if we have the opportunity to. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, facilitate the way for us to perform the Umrah and the Hajj once again. Um, we have the Siyam, the fasting during this month, where even at the beginning of the month, it is encouraged, it is Sunnah, it is recommended for us to fast. Um, because there is a narration where the Prophet ﷺ would fast the first nine days of Dhul Hijjah. And, um, and there's an, another hadith in which the Prophet ﷺ, he places emphasis on Yawm Al-Arafah, Yawm Al-Hajj Al-Akbar, on the ninth of Dhul Hijjah for the non-Hajj, that if this person was to fast, he will have his, the, the sins of the previous year and the future year expiated. So the sins of two years expiated, they'll be taken care of, they'll be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So during this month, it's, it's meritorious. It is something which is good for us to uh, fast uh, during this month. Also as well, giving in sadaqah, yani giving charity. The more charity we give, the more 
these good deeds are done, the more they are multiplied in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's interesting to note that the narrator of the hadith uh, talking about the significance of Dhul Hijjah by Abdullah ibn Abbas. And this was narrated by the Tabi'i um, Sa'id bin Jubair. Sa'id bin Jubair, he mentions that the narrator, Abdullah ibn, ibn Abbas, his teacher, the great Sahabi, during the days of Dhul Hijjah, he would disappear. Right, he would disappear and he would be exerting himself like no one has exerted himself before in terms of worship, reciting the Quran, engaging in the salah, in the nawafil, in fasting, in all uh, acts of obedience. But like Ibn, what Ibn Hajjah said, like uh, Dhul Hijjah emphasizes the gathering together, the coming together of these, these different ibadat, there is also a coming together of various lessons, um, of various uh, admonitions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to pay, pay heed to. And the first one that I just want to highlight is, it's the, the lesson of unity. When we see, for example, the, the hajj being conducted and being performed, you know, thousands upon thousands of Muslims from around the globe converge in the one place. And on the day of Arafah, you see them wearing the izar and the rida, holding up, raising their hands, um, pleading to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive them for their sins. And when you look at this physical um, sight and this physical yani, presence and this physical unity amongst the Muslims, it reminds you of the importance of unity in Islam, of the importance of uniting upon the Quran and the Sunnah. And hold on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not be divided amongst yourselves. The rich and the poor, the black and the white, uh, people from different nations, different nationalities, different ethnicities, all coming together all professing La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. And this is just a microcosm. The Hajj is a microcosm of the unity that can be experienced on a political level. So now we see ourselves being divided into 52 different nation states. And each one has a border. Each one is defined by a certain nationality and an ethnicity. And if we compare it with the Hajj, if all of these borders were broken down and all of these intellectual constructs were removed from the minds of the Muslims, all of us could be united under one Imam, one Khalifa, under one Khilafa. So the importance of political unity is, um, is taught to us through these days of Dhul Hijjah. And another very important lesson that we learn from the month of Dhul Hijjah is the comprehensive nature of Islam. A very important ayah was revealed uh, in the month of Dhul Hijjah, which is the ayah of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam adina. That where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that to, today I have perfected my favor upon you and I have completed your deen 
and have chosen for you Islam as your deen, as your comprehensive, complete way of life. In the month of Dhul Hijjah, when this ayah was revealed, we understand from it that this should serve as a reminder to us of the comprehensive nature of Islam. Yes, Islam places emphasis during this month on the importance of the Ummahat al-Ibadat, right? As Ibn Hajar mentions, the mother of all ibadats, the, the, the important ibadat, the Salah, the, uh, the, the Sadaqah, the Hajj, and all of the other different types of ibadat that are mentioned during this month. But also as well, the whole concept of Islam being a deen, right? And a deen is not only something which is limited to the level of the individual, but rather we understand deen in its comprehensive sense, where the deen is a complete way of life. It's something that interferes in our individual affairs, uh, in my uh, individual acts of worship it also interferes in terms of determining how I deal with other people in my interactions with other people my family members my friends my colleagues at work uh, this is the greater society around me and it also as well more importantly includes matters pertaining to the state it it's it's um, it it also concerns matters pertaining to how to manage the people's affairs through governance. And this is the comprehensive understanding of Islam. Right? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has completed his favor upon us and has chosen this deen of Islam as our deen. So during this month, as the Prophet mentions, we engage in our ibadat, more ibadat during this month, more nawafil. We do as the Prophet ﷺ mentions in, an, in another narration, where he ﷺ mentions, where, where the Prophet ﷺ says, during these days, um, increase in your tahleel, your takbir and your tahmeed in saying, La Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, walillahil hamd. During these 10 days, we increase in this and we say it openly and publicly as is narrated that some of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum used to do during these 10 days. But as well, during these 10 days, we do not only want to limit the amal al-salih that the Prophet mentioned here to only the actions which are of, of uh, which are individual in nature. We should also as well do the amal al-salih, be working towards the amal al-salih, be working for Islam, carrying the da'wah of Islam, conveying this deen to the, to the rest of the world, working for the re-establishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen on this earth, which is a more comprehensive understanding of al-amal al-salih during this uh, sacred month. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who have a firm understanding of this month, have, have, have an understanding of what this month is, and be amongst those who, who increase in our good deeds during this month, increase in our good actions during this month, and implement Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen in 
all of the spheres within our life during this month and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept uh, from us our good deeds and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us our ibadah our worship during the month of Dhul Hijjah and uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give victory uh, to this ummah bi-idhnillahi ta'ala wa salli lahumma wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh